The rough air cleared him out slowly as he rolled on his back, looking up at the sky, and he could see, several yards above, how the windows, some of them, had buckled out like obscene breasts, cracks and crinkles for the veins. This made him giggle, but only for a moment. He had to keep on moving. He had to get out of here. Slowly he rose, by using his palms off the ground, brought himself to a standing position, and then began to run. He could run quite well, he found, better than he would have thought after the weeks of inactivity, and then the tensions and pressures of setting this up in a small space. But running was not all of it. You could not dedicate your life to motion. You had to reconnoiter, too. And so he turned in hard pivot to see that flames were coming out of the huge plant, like fingers, the aspect of a gigantic dismembered hand, desperately reaching toward the air, trying to claw itself back to the form from which it had been severed. Even in his haste, Wolf could not resist running backward for a moment to take it in. It was beautiful in a way. He could admire his handiwork. They would never be shipping Skag out of this building. They wouldn't be shipping many Fleetwoods either. A lot of people, he thought, were going to get the message.